from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, I'm glad we cleared up where we are. It's always good to know where you are, because sometimes you wake up and you don't know where you are. I do that a lot. Good morning. We're going to have fun this morning. Uh, Hannah is in the green room, but she's looking blue, not in her face, but in her dress. And you can join the show. Oh, wait a minute. I need to check real quick. This was off this morning, but let me check before I tell you, and I'll do it while I'm talking. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you'd like to be on the show, see, can I do this and talk at the same time? No. Triple A. <laughs> Sorry. Six, eight, six. The uh, 800 number didn't work this morning, but I rebooted it. Let's see if it works. Ah, yes. Okay. We got that taken care of. So you can call if you wish. And it's the 15th of September. Uh, it's a day in infamy, actually. September 15th in 2008. For those of you who are paying attention, like uh, I was because of the show, Lehman Brothers crashed, and it was the beginning of the Great Recession, what they call it. And we did a show with Andrew Goss on the 17th, and uh, that show is on the front page of One Radio Network. So if you'd like to relive the beginning of that whole thing that started with, they called it the uh, subprime mortgage crisis, remember? Yeah. Oh, that was a long time ago, right? 15 years ago. Is that right? 2008? I don't know. Something like that. Well, so that's on the front page if you'd like to, if you'd like to listen to that later on after the show. And um, so here we are. Let's go to Lancaster County or the Amish near Amishine and Hannah Wallheiser. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning, Patrick. So as I tell you that we're on Facebook now, so we can't say some things like the V. Yeah, let's let's define what those are. That would be the so v, the, the V word, and it's not vagina. That's what I was just going to ask. So <laughs> I, I knew you. you were going to ask. That. <laughs> you mean vagina? No, no, the other one. Uh, you know, it's probably the only thing we can't say. You know, but otherwise they'll put me in jail. You know, oh, Facebook is. But I'll probably go to jail if they knew what I posted on the front page because Hannah sent me a video. Oh, my goodness. It's called Money and the 9-11 Spell. And I watched it last night. And as soon as I watched it, uh, I just put it up on the front page because I thought it was really cool. Pretty trippy, isn't it? It freaked me out. Did it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating look at the Rockefellers and how, I mean, do you think this is true? I mean, it's got to be. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's right on the money, right? You can't make it up. The, the thing on the money is what just took me over the edge. A friend of mine sent that to me and I was like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? I'll just give you a little a little. Um, Teaser. Te- thank you. I was looking for that word. A little teaser. And 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 this goes back to the bills, $5 bill, $10 bill, $20, $100. So it's been around for a while, right? And you can, you can fold the bill in a certain way, which somebody figured out. And it, 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 it goes through the whole 9-11 thing, the tower shows the tower being blown up on the money, 
on the money. So these people have been planning this for. Did, did you ever determine through the video how long the Rockefeller boys have been doing this or whoever? No, but I was very curious how the person that narrated the video came to know this information because I was like, well, who dropped the secret? Like, did they find it in a cereal box or what? <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah, I know. So after the show, watch it. It's right under the, the live video and it's called The Rock of uh, Money and the 9-11 Spell. You know, it's it's curious, Hannah, and ladies and gentlemen of the jury. By the way, you can call us, 888 663-6386 or email patrick at oneradionetwork.com we're live here on the 15th of September but this has been going on supposedly for a long time where these people have some kind of cult kind of magic satanic and part of their thing is they need to tell people what's going to happen It's they, I think and I don't know for sure but I think that they believe that if they tell people in this little subversive, subversive way that they're relieved of any karma for all the stuff that they do. That's what I, I've heard that that's what they believe. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, if we tell them, it'll be okay. You know. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> it doesn't mind. work. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Dear God, I'm going to go out and kill my Uncle Charlie, so... <laughs> Please forgive me now so I don't have Uncle Charlie karma. And you go kill Uncle Charlie, Charlie, and I guarantee you got Uncle Charlie karma. Come on. <laughs> so don't try that. Oh. But that's, that's the word that I've heard about these cults, you know, that they believe that. Because they've done it with so many things. Wait, was the Simpson thing on this video that I saw? Yes. Yeah. What's up with that? I mean, who does The no. Simpsons? Why would they? How would they know this? I don't know. It's so bizarre. I was talking to my mom uh, <laughs> the other day about some stuff that was surfacing due to 9-11. And we were going back and forth. And I was like, Mom, I just feel like we live in the devil's <laughs> armpit. Like, that's what I told her. She's like, Hannah, you have such a way with words. You I was like, well, it. that's all I can come up with. The devil's <laughs> armpit. And then one of my favorite movies, Harry Met. Uh, what was the name of that um Harry Met Sally, right? Yeah, that's yeah, I have that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. And 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 that's got it in there too. They show the arches that are in the, the 9-11 stuff. And then on the back of his car, University of Chicago, which is the whole Rockefeller thing, University of Chicago. So Hollywood has been doing this for a long time. Long time. Well, we know that, right? They've been doing it for a long time. I, I suspect the stars wouldn't even know it, really. Meg Ryan's too cute to do that. I have no that. idea. I don't know. Who do knows? they know? Do they not know? I don't. We do not know. Some know. <laughs> we do not know. <laughs> we don't know anything, man. Holy cow. Yeah, there was a lot of strange stuff came up with the with the 9-11 this time around. People were really firing them off, weren't they? All over the place. We put some cool ones on Social media. One of my faves, I don't know if you do, know, have you seen this one? The Secretary of Defense, um, what was his name? Mm, McNamara? No. McNamara? Yeah. No. Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. The day before 
he comes on with a news, a news, what do they call it? News conference. And says that the Pentagon is missing $2.7 trillion and we don't know where it is. Seriously, seriously. I'm sorry for laughing. I mean, no, no, I mean, it is funny when you think about it. The day before, oh, uh, we, it's $2.7 trillion. We just can't find it. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Curious. And the next day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's just fun, isn't it? I'm glad we know it's fun and not too serious. I mean, because you can't take this stuff serious. These people are lunatics. I mean, what are you going to do? You know. We have to laugh at some point. I think so. We deserve it. <laughs> if we do it, if we didn't, boy, it'd be bonkers. We had a huge storm come through last night. First one in three months. Inch and a half. Oh, wow, like the first rain you've had? First we, rain we've had in probably three months. Uh, wow. Inch and a half, and it was like... <laughs> my equipment was all upside down this morning. I had to reboot everything and get it all working again, but thank God the uh, the lightning, knock on wood, didn't do anything. We have all these, um, these things that are supposed to protect from that, but... It was okay. If you'd like to call us and tell us about your life, have you gone through any uh, devil's armpit stuff? 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We've been uh, speaking quite a bit about parasites these days, the last few months. And my opinion on this is just my opinion, and I'm totally open to being absolutely wrong on this, but I think we're going to come to the conclusion we as a, as a, um, you know, people that look into these things. Um, there's lots of people out there that believe that parasites are the cause of all diseases and people have been putting it on Facebook and Telegram and, and they're just, you know, these, these parasites, you know. Um, and, and I've not seen any any evidence that that is the case. Um, I, I think, uh, and just again, just my opinion, that the parasites are being found at the scene of the crime, you know, much like uh, cholesterol is found in the arteries and they blame cholesterol on blocking the arteries, but cholesterol is there to try to patch up the inflammation from pretty much insulin and stress and toxins. So they blamed cholesterol for years and built a whole empire around it called um, um, atherosclerosis, and they blamed it on cholesterol, and then they put people on statins to lower their cholesterol, and then it lowers their, their testosterone because you have to have so much cholesterol to make testosterone, and if you don't have enough testosterone, you can't make babies, or you can't practice making babies, or you you know what I mean? So then they give you Viagra. See, it's very clever. These people know what they're doing. Um, cholesterol, you've got to have cholesterol to make all of your hormones, guys and girls. Without cholesterol, nothing works. And so you don't want to take statins. So eat your eggs. <laughs> eat, 
Eat your eggies. They're good for you. So, um, I think that uh, ivermectin and hydrochloxy are, how do you say that? Do you know how to say it, Hannah? Hydrochloroquine. Uh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. I don't know a lot of Is it hydrochloroquine? Is that, is that it? That's it. You win. Do you want door Yay. number one or door number Well, door number one or door number two. Whichever one you want to. Okay. After the show, we're going to open up door number two and show <laughs> Hannah. She's going to either win um, a, a car or a case of hydrochloroquine thing. <laughs> So, I think this is what's fascinating, and I understand why people believe it. And even a lot of the natural community, David Wolf, and a lot of people, um, oh, Joe Rogan, all you know, McCullough, you know, all these people that are anti V's but believe in germs. Um, they they believe in you know the parasite thing, so. In my opinion, what happened, and I could be totally wrong again, is that during this um, COVID experience, whatever it was, is people start feeling badly. And I think there were so many reasons for that. One was the 5G thing was really getting launched out there during that time. You remember? Yeah. I think that was a part of it. I think that they were afraid of germs and they wore a mask and were locked down, so that's stressful. And they actually then took a PCR test, which told them they had something that they didn't have, and that'll get you sick. And you add those all together, and you watch the news, and I'll guarantee you, after a while, you will get the flu. Or you, you will detox with you know snot and, and um, headaches, and you feel crappy, right? because that's a detoxification from all the things that you were doing the last few months of, that we just mentioned. You know, 5G and all the rest of it. So then people said if you take um, ivermectin, it, you'll cure the COVID. Did I just say it? You'll cure the COVID. And I think what happens is they take ivermectin or this hydrochloxy thing and the nocebo effect, they think that they're going to be helped because they take something, and that has a big effect on how you feel, and you can cure damn near anything uh, if you think it's going to cure you. You could drink goat's milk. Somebody, if you really believe it's going to cure you, it will, because what we believe is what we get. And also, um, these things could probably help the body to detoxify I think that's what's going on with ivermectin and that's what's going on with hydroxy. It just helps the body in some way to detoxify and then people automatically connect the two and say, well, it cured me of COVID, which we know never existed. Does that make sense? I am picking up what you're putting down. I'm sorry? I said I'm picking up what you're putting down. It made sense to me. Oh, you cut out there. It may sound. It made sense to me. What do you, I, this is something I'm thinking about for myself personally, and mm. I just want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. I feel like one of the worst things that happened during 
that time when everything was shut down and people were isolated from one another, I actually feel like that in and of itself impacted people's health. And um, it definitely influenced people's nervous systems, like for sure. Like we're made to be connecting, we're made to be with one another, we're made to discuss and talk about things with each other. And everyone was put in their own little house with only their news and social media um, to make determinations about, you know, what was actually happening and what was going on and what the truth was. And we weren't, you know, we were recommended not to to be with one another anymore, be around one another anymore, or, you know, whatever. I think that has a really big impact on people's health and well-being. And um, that was, to me, that was like the, the major marker of what was going on here is like, let's keep people isolated by themselves to, mm-hmm. you know, break them down over time. <laughs> Don't talk to each other. We were all fighting about what we thought the truth was at that point. And uh, listen, that's not good for your body. No. It's just not. I agree. I think it was huge part of it. Huge part of it. Uh, very much so, yeah. Very much so. And then if people were wearing masks, and you know, and Anna too, just the that fear that something is out there could get you and wiping shopping carts off with wipes and stuff like that. I mean, and going to the grocery store and they have glass up and people wearing masks. I mean, come on. If you're really believing a lot of that stuff, which most people do because, you know, they just do. They've got 12 kids and their job and they're lucky they're just making it through the day, much less really thinking clearly about this stuff. So I'm not criticizing them. But yeah, that'll you'll get sick. You'll get sick. No doubt about it. How could you not? So just think how much fun it's going to be when they do the alien thing. I mean, that's going to be the good one. Whoa, it's going to be so much fun. (laughs) You mean like they're releasing the aliens out into the public for us to play with or what? Oh, no. Have you not seen a lot of the alien stuff going on? Tell me about it. Like there people I mean I've heard people say like they saw what they believed to be an extraterrestrial being, you know, on the subway or like Well, whatever. no, this is even more. Uh-huh. They've actually had people uh, in Congress in the last month testifying that they're, you know, and just it's all testifying that years ago they actually saw these spaceships and they found non-human beings, but they couldn't say anything else. All right. Um there's lots of stuff in the in the media. Did you see these these little aliens that they say they found somewhere that they dug up and they look like little aliens? Have you seen those pictures? Oh, they came out yeah. about three or four days ago. Um, oh. If I could find one, I'd show it to you. They just look like the little aliens, but they, supposedly they were like a thousand years old and they found them. Uh, more and more talk just about aliens from mainstream press. Right. Um, um, uh, NASA was out the other day talking about that um, there are a lot of um, unidentified flying objects that they don't know. Um, it's just they're, they're, they're just blazing the trail. This is how they do it. They plant little seeds, right? They plant little seeds. And since they own all of the media, all of them, except me, if they had a lot of money, they could have me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Don't sell your soul no, to the no. devil. Patrick. I'm not selling my soul. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Um, 
And so they plant these little seeds, and there's been a lot of alien seeds being planted. Lots. 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 That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. So this is, I think, what they're going to do. They've got this technology to beam hologram into the sky. We've talked about this, right? And if you've ever seen it, it's like, it's amazing. I mean, it's real. So I think they're going to do that sometime. They're just going to put out these little saucers and everybody on the news will see them. Just like they played a, the building's crashing foot every, every 10 minutes for, what, two weeks after 9-11? Boy, you talk about so, a fear-based thing. Whew. Go ahead. No, so we're supposed to, we're, are we supposed to be then scared when we see the holograms in the sky? Like, I'm, I'm trying to understand oh, well, why well. in this in this like financial and political climate, this is the best thing we can come up with right now. How about we fix the problem? Well, like, just there's, nobody, there's nobody to fix the problem. I that thought. Girl, I like your idea, but who's going to do it? <laughs> I would I'll do it. Okay, well, you can do it. Now you can do it in your spare time. <laughs> but th- these holograms are very, very convincing. And I suspect that, you know, I don't know. Take a guess. 75% of the people will just be freaked out and believe it. Especially if they can do an energy weapon like they did in Maui, in my opinion. And blow up a city. Bring it on. Bring the aliens to my house. Bring them on. I I keep saying, man, this guy's laying right there in the woods. Come on up. Put you right on camera and you can tell the truth. Yeah. We've done quite a few shows uh, this past week while we had um, um, Matthew Arrett on about BRICS. Pretty fascinating thing with what's going on with Brazil, Russia, India, China, and, and um, is it South America? Um, what's the S? Whatever. Whatever the S is. And what they're up to as far as the West and the dollar and then we had Greg Manorino on. He's a trip, and he was really fun. And also Tom Luongo. And all three of these people, along with um, Martin Armstrong, who we had on two weeks ago, that I know of, they feel like the um, forces, the hologram beamers, <laughs> you know, the, the, v, the V beamers, you know, these people... Uh, they want to crash the dollar holiday and um, crash the dollar. What a life goal. Well, I think it's a great one. You know, if you're not doing anything else, <laughs> just crash the dollar. And then they want to try to do a bunch of stuff, you know. So I think it'll be in good shape there in Amish County. You can start trading your, your you know, for milk and meat and eggs and cheese and whatever. There's a, a video that we put up. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> now that my email wants me to prove that I'm Patrick. Why do, why do they do that? I mean, oh, I think because we re- rebooted because of the storm. 
right now emails aren't coming in. Let me close. Close Thunderbird and open it up again. It's always something, you know. Task manager. Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Okay. Anyway, there's a cool video that we put up was... um, Probably 500 Amish people were picked up a barn and were just moving it. The entire barn. Oh. Yeah, and you can see their little legs under the thing. They just picked the entire. They picked the entire thing up. Wow! Really cool. Really cool. Let me see if I can get my email to go. Wild. I know, and it, it was a really kind of snarky kind of a thing on there. You think you're doing good at the gym? Try and doing this. Get your bunch of your friends to move a barn. <laughs> A bar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I know what my Google password is. Oh my God. H2. I don't know what it is. I think this may be it. I don't know why I do this. Oh yeah. I got lucky. Okay. Now I can get the emails. So if you'd like to be on the show with an email, Patrick at One Radio Network. Dot com, one radio network dot com. So here's what I want to do. I think this is worth saying. It's a good one. We're live here this morning. Sorry for the dead air, but a storm kind of made me reboot a lot of things. This is from Cindy. I won't give her last name. Hi, Patrick. I hope you're well. I was listening to a podcast recently where Sasha Stone, I'm not sure I trust him, she says, mentioned a website to learn all about status correction, which then leads to tax exemptions. From listening to your show for years now, I know that you've explored this avenue in the past with some success, I'm sure, but almost went to jail in the meantime. Yes. So because you are a voice I trust, I'm wondering if what I'm reading on his website is true. I'm capable of doing my own research, obviously, I'm just curious why it didn't work out well for you if you followed all the necessary steps. I'm still in the process of researching and learning all this very useful information and don't plan on taking action just yet. If there's a step you now realize you missed, or and could you tell me more about what's going on? Do you have a book or website recommendations to follow to learn more about changing my status so I don't have to pay income taxes? So Cindy and others, I went to his website and I just clicked around a little bit and I've seen a lot of these things in the past and the whole idea is that one could change their status to a state citizen or an American national or revoke your 
citizenship so you wouldn't have to pay taxes and you can do that, become an American national. You can do it on your passport. You can file a lot of papers to do this stuff. I've known people that have done it. Uh, I only know one person that have done it successfully so far, but that doesn't mean they're not going to come after them next month. So in my opinion, I would let this go completely. Um, we know that taxes are unconstitutional, true. And all this stuff on paper, it may be true on paper. You know, may it all be true. You know, you can probably go to the Constitution or the IRS code and dig deep and find out that if you're an American national and then you don't have to pay taxes and if you do the paperwork, you'd be an American national. And it's all on paper, but they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They want your money. Better, more, they want to control you out of fear. And they can do it. I had four or five IRS agents show up in my home in 2013. 2013? 2014. Almost 10 years ago. They had guns. Rifles. They had vests on. Bulletproof vests. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they just wanted to see if I could have anything on my computers or in my home that could say that I'm a tax resistor, terrorist, whatever. They were there four or five hours. Oh my goodness. Seriously. So these guys will play rough and they don't care. It was illegal. I mean, they just did it. They were just looking for some kind of evidence that I willfully, this is the key, knew that I was defrauding the government from taxes that I owed. You see, you can make a mistake on your income tax and it's just not, you just blew it, right? And you, you just, you know, you just forgot to do something. And it could be big, it could be a lot of money. And the worst they can do is just say you owe the money, right? That would be like a, um, a civil action. Oh, Hannah, you forgot, to you forgot to declare that whatever, right? Just a civil action. You say you got to pay it back, and you say, okay, I'll pay you back. I don't have all the money. Okay, we'll pay so much a month. I mean, they do that. They do it all the time. They just, they just want their hooks in you. They don't care about the money. It's not about the money. But if they could prove that you willfully, knowingly tried to evade, then it's a criminal. That's the difference. So they were trying to prove that I willfully tried to evade taxes when I did a couple filings, which I didn't. I had Supreme Court cases to back up my filings. So I never did think I was, you know, I wouldn't do that. I'm not stupid. And they went through every computer. I had three computers. They download everything on my computer, every email, telephone call, everything, looking for one piece of evidence that I willfully tried to file a false tax return. And they didn't have it. 
because I never did. But it was it was a trip. But then did they have like a warrant to search your home, or oh, they yeah. just came no. on in? No, they. Ha- I asked them. They had a warrant. Yeah. Okay. But these days, you can get any loony judge to sign a warrant. You know. Mm-hmm. And they took. You're gonna like this story. They took two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars worth of gold coins from my closet. They just took it? They took it. For, like, well, what I, reason? Did- well, just because they can. Well, they got the guns. What are you going to do? But to, to be fair, I had got some some uh, um, refunds that they said I shouldn't have got, which I believed I should have. And um, so so they kept the 275 They kept those. But you, you can't prove any of this stuff. You know, in court, you can't do it. I mean, I got an attorney, and he said, "Well, you could, you could, we could go to court and and do the whole thing." And but it would cost like three hundred. They have that. I'm no. They took all my money. So, so you, the long story, short story is, you don't want to mess with this stuff. You know, just pay them. It'll be fine. If you need to make more money, just make more. Just pay them. Just pay them. It looks like it's getting dark outside. It's up here. It is. Well, it's getting getting dark. So, Hannah, if your kids come to you and say, Mom, I don't think they're constitutional, what do you think? You let them know. After your story, I'm just going to say you might as well pay them. Best pay them. <laughs> Just pay them. Sounds like you're going to have to pay one way or the other. Hi, Patrick. I was very, very, very ill in March of 2020. I didn't and don't watch or follow any mainstream news once I heard about what they were calling the virus, I didn't care or believe it. In any case, I was sick in March 2020 and felt like I was going to die. The pain and pressure in my chest was immense and I had severe difficulties breathing. The tips of my fingers looked like I had frostbite. I couldn't lay down. Um, The whites of my eyes became red and I felt very fatigued. I can attest that using a very high dose of C and D magnesium and, and herb gave me some relief. It's a, like my body needed to cope with these severe symptoms. I just wanted to add this, as often when you are talking about why people get sick, I often feel like you're saying people were psychosomatic. Yeah, I am. I can assure you I was not ill because of my thoughts or beliefs. I genuinely felt like I had been poisoned with something and my body was reacting. Just because a virus doesn't exist doesn't mean those of us who are ill we're imagining or conjuring up a bodily response. Well, if there's no germ, what else is it? I, I, I'm not saying that you imagine. I know somebody very close to had the same thing, uh, actually late 2019. Same symptoms, chest, thought they were going to die. I don't know. It could have been 5G exposure. <laughs> 
It could just be karma that you um, wanted to dispose of a lot of old, dead, unuseful thoughts this entire lifetime, and you wanted to get clean before all kinds of things could be going on. Uh, but it doesn't mean you caught anything. doesn't mean it. It just doesn't. You can't just... I know, I know we want to do that because we don't want to really think about what could be going on. But, you know, I would look at it as a good thing that you went through this. It probably cleans you out real good. And you probably burned through a lot of karma. But I think, does that make sense to you? So, uh, this was from Rachel. So why don't you play devil's advocate for Rachel? Because she's probably thinking some things right now and doesn't want to call or email. What could Rachel be thinking that I'm saying right now? Okay, so Rachel's the one that just wrote in about the illness that she had during right. the pandemic. So Is I was, that correct? Yeah, and I was talking about it being a detox, and she's saying, well, what about me, dude? I was I thought I was going to die in 2020, and I, I wasn't afraid of a virus, so what was it? She said, just because a virus doesn't exist doesn't mean that those of us who are ill were imagining or conjuring up bodily responses. No, it doesn't. But it could be other things. You could have just been a detox, which is what flus and... Um, Colds are, Rachel. So you didn't have to conjure, but you could have conjured it up because you were strong enough to deal with it and you wanted to get through all this stuff. There's all kinds of reasons, you know? Yeah, I think that what is, I don't know if I'm playing devil's advocate at the moment, but I think for myself, obviously we've seen that a large group of people appear to have symptoms that were similar to one another. I have also heard of people that were sick with things that seemed unrelated at the time, but everyone was just kind of putting a particular label on what that was. Um, so then I think it's what is the cause of that? Like what is leading to that? What's the cause? What's contributing to that for that individual person? And I don't know if there is an absolute answer that we can hand out and say, oh, well, in this case it was this, or in this case it was that. I don't know what like Cowan would say about it in particular, if he's given an, like an absolute answer on, on what that could be. Um, and I do think obviously with the way we have been trained to believe about what makes us ill and it is difficult for some people to think outside of that, even, even myself, like I've been on a journey myself through this past year of like, what the truth is about all of it because it's so ingrained in who we are even the green media people were saying yeah there's this thing but we have all these solutions for it sure, like all these sure. natural things you can do you know what i'm saying and i was very much on that train during that time even though i thought the whole thing was ridiculous but so, you still thought excuse me for interrupting but you still thought yeah. you might want to take something because maybe there is something well, in the very, so I, I guess there was more than one component of it for me. So there was the component of this is the most ridiculous thing I had, I had ever heard of. And I felt like we were being lied to about how our bodies worked. Okay. And I remember having conversations with my mom on the phone, like every day we would talk. Really? And I'd be like, I can't believe they're doing this. You know, like we couldn't believe it. And as time went on, I think, you know, I know I got worn down from being like, you know, it seemed like more and more people were 
crossing over to the other side or over time people are like oh maybe there is something to what they're saying or whatever and i kept thinking like well i understand if immunity was a thing which i believed in at the time i understood how natural immunity worked and i didn't believe in any of the solutions that were being you know projected on us they seemed the opposite of, of what i had always understood about the body but you had all these green media people who i had followed and were like really big fans of that were saying like hey you can do this this and this and this will help you get better um so i was there for a long time like okay well if people are getting sick if some of these people have lower immune systems for whatever reason or compromised these things are solutions for them um but Leah, it was like a whole journey of like the the political and you know aspect of it and then the physiological aspect of it for me yeah. and then it became a psychological problem <laughs> like, you know what i mean like i felt like there were so many components to it yeah I, and, and to rachel i i would look upon your experiences as really good and you didn't believe in a virus but you did know uh, i mean i can't say what was going on in your heart but whatever you went through is good it's over you probably will never have to do it again because you don't believe in a virus and um but i you know it's always good it's good you're you're good you went through it and again i know somebody a good friend of mine exactly the same thing she she thought she was going to die seriously chest and the whole thing um you know it there's no explanation for these things everybody is so unique and rachel in your experience with god and your relationship with god and other people and what you've done this entire lifetime uh, up until this point has has to do with it. And um, I absolutely know that, that every thought that we give any kind of measure to, any thought, is is in our body at that moment. I see it. I, I experience it all the time with my dreams where I just, you know, I had one last night and just because one dumb thing then I dream, and then you unravel it. So um, it's just the way it works here. Um, uh, don't shoot the messenger here. This is the way God set it up. Talk to God about it, because uh, somehow we have this magic ability to create whatever we want. And that's what this is about. For us to create a life we want, no matter what anybody else does. And to do that, we have to learn that all the dumb stuff that's happening to us, we've created. This is how we're learning it. This is how I've learned it and am learning it. Because you can't have it both ways. You know, you can't have it, well, just the good stuff I think makes, you know, is my creation. What about the bad stuff? Or what about questioning or worry or angst? You can't have it both ways. I mean, because it's, it's just the way it's set up. You know, we're just a little hologram, a little light beam, and whatever we think and believe and image in our minds this is it. This is our experience. I know it's how it works. I mean, I just see it every moment of my life. I just have no question about it. So it's just part of the deal. That, and when we're growing up and get spiritually evolved, you know, we get a little bumps and grinds along the way. You know, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> we have roadblocks. And, uh, but Rachel, you did good. You overcame it. See, look at you now. You're strong and healthy. Uh, <clears throat> on most of your shows this week,
there was a, a lot of talk about they. They want to control us. They want to hurt us. They want to rule us. I've heard you say before that you believe this world is to be a dream. Yes, it, I do. Well, if that's true, then in reality there is no they, there is only you. That's right. And this would mean that in truth nobody is doing anything to us. I agree. We are doing it to ourselves. I agree. So what else is there what else is there than to forgive ourselves for seeing they incorrectly as something that is outside of us? In my opinion, we want there to be a they this day so we can project onto the day all the nasty stuff in our own minds that we don't want to address. Phil, you win the game, you win door number three, and that's a car. <laughs> there is no they. We are they. That's right. Phil's on it. Now, there is no they. There's no they. There's people that are playing like they're they, right? You know, the spooky people and, you know, the World Economic Forum and the Rockefellers and, and all of that. But they have no control over us unless we think that they do. But these people are just part of the dream. They're just players in this video game called, <laughs> called Life, you know. You always have you always have people that you're trying to shoot in the video game, right? I don't know. I don't do video games. So isn't that what they do? I also do not participate in video games. No, there is no they. I feel you on it. So, Anna, you have to go to work, man. We just didn't have a long time with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. It went so fast, didn't it? It just went so fast. Yeah. I won't ask you what you're going to do this weekend because every time I do, you don't say, you don't know. So, have fun. <laughs> Thank you. And just have fun. Yeah, have fun. Do you have any fun plans? Do I? Um, uh, no, I'm, no, I don't. No, I don't yet. No, I don't yet. Looks like it's going to be a writing, writing kind of weekend. Nice, nice. Well, enjoy that. Thank you, sweetie. Thanks for being here. Good to see you again. Good we'll to be here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yep. Bye. -bye. Here. Yep. See ya. Hannah Waldheiser. She's on every Friday with us. She's great. Okay. Yeah, Phil, there is no they. You know, I think you're hit on something too, Phil, that is very um, um, interesting. By the way, if you're watching on Faceplant, you can call 888-663-6386 or email Patrick oneradionetwork.com. We're just beginning to start to stream on Facebook and get more people, more people to participate, but we just have to be a little careful the words we use, you know, because, no. Um, You know, we've talked a lot about the idea that you don't want to wish anybody harm or unwell or hate them. Don't do that. As Phil said here in his eloquent, eloquent email, they're all just a projection and they only exist because the karma dharma going on and what's, what's inside of us. 
as we clean up things inside of us, like like Rachel did with her detox, and we keep cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up, then these people are just going to disappear out of our reality. They just will go away. Does it mean that the Rockefellers or Bill Gates will die or anything? No. They just won't be in our reality. And when they're not in our reality, they don't exist. And I know that seems strange, but that's the way it works, Phil. And everyone else. They don't exist. And you'll say, well, wait a minute. No, I mean, I saw Bill Gates, he was on an interview yesterday. Okay, well, then he exists for you now because you recognized him, you believed he's there. It's a dream. I know. It's the way way it works. So, this is the kind of stuff that we deal with here on OneRadioNetwork.com. If it seems like a lot and saying like you're crazy, that's fine. But rather than just get snarky and poo-poo it and say you're crazy, is, you know, ask questions, send emails, call, say, well, wait a minute, I can explain it. I can't explain it very well because I'm, I'm no expert at it, but I know it's how, this is how it works. I've seen it. I see it every moment. It's just a projection, which means we get to project anything that we want. And everybody out there, everybody, not everybody, but what would be the um, proper way to say it? There's just a whole bunch of souls out there that are trying to trap us into believing that their reality is our reality. And you know who they are. But this is their job. These people are playing their part in the game. It's their karma. Their dharma. And they're going to deal with whatever they are doing with the bees and on all of that. But we don't have to concern ourselves with them. Just stay in the reality that you want. And that's all. And you're there. I know. It may be, you know, it may be to the point, well, let me say it this way. We can get real good, and I'm learning how to do it, but we can get really good at um, uh, seeing news headlines without having it affect us. I still get trapped. And I can tell I get trapped by... um, my dream experiences. I'll give you one of those in a minute. Let me let me give you a little plug here for what we do on OneRadioNetwork.com and how you can support us and how how we need you to support us because we have house payments and we have mortgage payments and we got stuff just like you do. Gas payments and food and insurance and internet and part-time people helping us and yeah, we have so much a month that we need to bring in to make this work. And um, one of the ways we do it is sell some really great products. 
we make a commission on products that we uh, promote. One of our faves is the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. There's only one way to get the best price ever, and that's $1,295 delivered in the lower 48, $1,295. And all you have to do is email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Now, what are these saunas? These are a personal sauna, far infrared. They get very hot, um, very low. There's no um, RFs, like kind of the no, which are the classic classic bad stuff that they're finding out the iPhones are full of. We'll talk about that. So these things are very safe. They have this silver kind of a coating thing, which is very easy to clean. You set this up in about 10 minutes. It's quiet. And you put it into a corner of your home and you're good. And you can detox every day of your life, like I do. You can sweat every day of your life, like I do, before bed. Sit in there, do a little spiritual exercise, meditate, talk to God, whatever you want to do, and you're going to feel better all over, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Get one of these saunas. Because we know, we know, we know, we know that um, as we were just talking about with Rachel's uh, email, um, that um, detoxification is the only thing going on with what this word called sick means. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. There's no, there's no germies. Nothing out there trying to kill us. I don't think there's parasites. I don't think there's anything. Now, there's stuff that gets sprayed into the air. There's stuff that gets fused out with coal. Um, There's fluoride in some water. These are man-made kind of chemicals. These are toxins in the food, um, in the water, in the air, in um, personal products that we put on our body chemicals that we spray trying to kill bugs. So there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. These things get into our body through all the ways you can imagine and we must detoxify them. This is what illness is. And that's it. This is what illness is. Detoxification. This is what the flu is. This is what colds are. This is what COVID is, and that's all it is. So one of the coolest ways to detoxify is to sweat. People have used saunas and steams since the beginning of time. I suspect they did. Look at the Indians did sweat lodges. Probably still do today if they they still have any land to do it on. They go in these. Have you ever done one of those? Man, those will float your boat. That's all a sweat lodge is. It's a high-powered sauna, steam bath. These are great units. So if you'd like to get one, we ship them all over the world, wherever you are. Email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. 
Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Another cool technology we have is the hydrogen machine. Um, it's a great, great thing. And the one we promote is called Holy Hydrogen. You can get $100 off with the promo code OneRadio. You can go to molecularhydrogeninstitute.org or com. It's a com or org. One of those. One of those. And read all kinds of peer-reviewed studies on hydrogen. They've used hydrogen technology, people just breathing the, the hydrogen gas, which you do with this machine, or you can make hydrogen water to help people heal more quickly from strokes. We don't make any medical claims with this puppy. It just helps your body to heal and to detoxify. That's all it does. There's nothing to kill. No, it doesn't kill anything. I get emails all the time. People, uh, Patrick, will this uh, uh, hydrogen kill this or that? No, there's nothing to kill. This whole kill thing is a, is a new world order, globalist, uh, Rockefeller, military industrial complex, nuclear war lie that we have to kill to survive. That we have to kill things to survive. Now we kill some animals to survive. We kill some chickens. We kill some cows and pigs and sheep and um, other things. Deer, buffalo. We've done this since the beginning of time too. Doesn't mean it's wrong. This is what we, do, what we do to eat. Some people need meat to survive, most people. But if you don't want to do it, well, just, just eat vegetables. You'll, you can do it. A little trickier. But these animals, this is their karma. And if we kill them properly and we don't, and we don't treat them, mistreat them, I don't know how I got off on this, mistreat them along the way, and we treat them with respect. I mean cultures of the Indians lived on buffalo. I mean, their whole culture. But they also prayed every time they killed one and to let their spirit go up and do something else. So you don't kill a cow. All you do is kill its body and it goes off and does some other stuff too and comes back. I don't know, maybe it comes back as a horse or a dog or a cat. Who knows? You don't kill anything. You don't kill souls. Animals are souls too. So, I don't know how Sorry, I don't know how I got off on that, but there's nothing to kill. Another great detoxification protocol that we promote is sulfur. Sulfur is one of the all-time detoxifiers ever, ever. You can take a couple of teaspoons or a couple of tablespoons every day, like I do, one in the morning, one in the evening, and helps the body to throw out any junk that we take in. Sulfur on OneRadioNetwork.com. So, there you have it. This is how we do it. Now, lastly, before you go, if you're on BitChute right now watching this video, or if you're on our website, on BitChute, you can go underneath the uh, BitChute uh, video and click on the don Donation tab. See it there? Hot link. Donate some money to us. Will you? We could use some bucks. We're not making nearly the income that we used to with... Um, our products, because folks are having a hard time. Not a lot of extra dollars out there. 
So if you'd like to just do a one-off donation of 10 or 20 bucks, you could do that. Or if you have it in your budge, in the budge, you can do a $10 a month thing or $20 a month thing easily. Whatever you got, we really gladly accept it. We accept it a lot. And we're grateful for it. And we need it to keep going. And I just, I'm not even shy about it anymore. <laughs> you know, our sales are just not what they used to be for a lot of reasons. Listeners are still there, even growing, but sales are not there. And uh, for 15 years, this is how we supported ourselves. It's not working anymore, so we need your donations. So if you think what we have is interesting, worthwhile, different, unique, whatever, donate to us. And you can do it through the website, on the donation tab, on video. Click the donation link underneath the video and you're there. Broadcasting live, weekday mornings, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. It looks kind of dark in here. Am I okay? I mean, it's really getting dark outside. It's so great to have some weather coming in. Man, we had this huge storm last night. Orange juice time. I mean, it came through and lightning and really something. Boy, I'm glad we broke the spell. Boy, this has been one of the hottest summers ever. No, and it's not. I can't even say this word either. Face plan will give us a hard time. It's not weather. You know what I mean. What a scam that thing, whole thing is. Whew, man. Someday we're going to look back on this whole thing called CES. You can fill in the blanks, right? CES. And we'll say this is one of the, could be even bigger than the whole COVID thing. Hmm. Well, I just heard from Steve Falconor, and he's going to come on. Oh, man, cool. Yeah, maybe we could do something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got this whole thing about, I don't know. I can get into it now. I did a whole show on it, but we have a lot of newbies listening this morning. Um, and this plays right into what we were saying about reality. Um, you know, I love the Flat Earthers, David Wise and, and uh, Eric Dubay. And, and, and I know David and also Eric. They're, they're into a lot of this, what I'm saying now. They've, they've actually said they are. But the classic, classic Flat Earther, um, uh, I, I, I can't join that club, per se, as Woody Owens would say, I, I would not join a club that anybody would allow me to be to be in. But think about this. I mean, this is fun. So don't get crazy on me on flat earth. So the, 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 the regular flat earth approach, right, 
these people know, as I know, in every fiber in my being, that we are not on a spinning ball circling around the sun. We just aren't. There is no evidence that we are. Think about it. No evidence. The only evidence is the, uh, the globalists and the people that started this, the Freemasons, four or five hundred years ago, have taught it in schools and in astronomy classes, and they just make it up, and Hollywood's been doing it, and every school, and you'll find astronomers and quantum physicists that, oh, no, they don't know. They're just, it's all just made up. They don't have one picture, one picture of this globe surrounded by space. It's all computer. So anyway, so we know. So we just aren't spinning. Go outside and sit there for an hour. And you tell me if you're spinning. Anyway, that's about all we know, though. We don't know exactly what the rest of it is. So many cultures have pictures, and you can go back and find them. Picture, I mean, from the Mayans way back of this earth with a dome around it. And it's called the firmament. The firmament, right? Firmament. The Bible mentions the firmament, I think, 25 times if you're a Christian, if you read the Bible. They also mention quite a few times that earth is solid and immovable. I've seen some ancient texts that I read that talk about the earth is solid and immovable. Just is. But here's the fun part. They really start to make your head explode. Okay, if that's the case, where is it? Where is it? You know, when you start asking where something is, unless you have something to... You with me? And when you say, well, where is it? Unless you have something to put next to it or adjacent to it, you can't say where it is. Like, say, well, where's New York? Well, it's in the United States and it's up in the Northwest... In the United States, yeah. You see, what it, so you can say where it is. Well, where is this flat earth plane? Where is it? If it's not spinning around in space, where is it? Now, we know there's, there's some space up that way when you go up the words. But our best estimate, it's about 70 miles because we've proof, seen rockets that'll actually gauge them and go straight up, and it, when they hit the firmament, they just stop. You can see videos of it. Google tries to hide it, but, and it just stops. You've all seen videos of rockets where they try to uh, bust through the firmament. Operation, there was an operation in the 50s where they were shooting uh, so-called nuclear. I don't think they had nuclear. Some kind of huge bombs because they wanted to try to break, these Looney Tunes wanted to try to break through the firmament because I don't know what they thought was up on the other side of it. We don't know what's on the other side of it. We don't know where it is. But we lived in an enclosed area. So there's stars and there's moons and there's planets, but they're within the, in the dome. But where is it? I mean, where is it? And you can't answer the question. So because of that, I've really started to, to believe 
just like Phil wrote in, you know, um, it's just as, this earth thing is just a, it's just a dream. It's just a state of consciousness. It's just a state, a state of consciousness. That's all it is. It, it's not physical, just like any other dream, but it seems physical when you're here, you can't, right? Physical table, but it's not physical. And this is how we create our reality through our thoughts and our images because we are the creators of this reality. This is how we create diseases and everything else. How we create everything. Personal relationships, we just bring them right in with what we want and they come in. God says, oh, you want somebody like that? Here you go. So I I don't think Earth is solid. I think it's just a hologram and it just is. It's not anywhere. And if you take this a step further, it just makes so much sense. Because we know that there are different levels of reality. We know that there's an astral plane, that we have an astral body that operates on the astral plane, the emotional plane, right? Proven. Every spiritual path from the beginning. I know people, I've traveled to the astral plane. I've traveled to other realities. You can do it because we have a body there already. We just, you can, if you're really into the mind thing and you're really, you're actually on the mental plane working that out. You're not traveling there, but you're already there. So these are other realities that exist. And these uh, realities have people. These realities have buildings. These realities have stuff that we've created. And they exist. But where are they? They just exist. It's just a state of consciousness. And a state just is. It's got no relation to anything else. Just like we were speaking about with this great email from Phil on who are they. When our state of consciousness is such that we do not give any credence belief or thought, anything, to whoever, I don't know, name your, UN, the WHO, you know, Klaus Schwab, or what, you know. They're there, but they're, it's just like a, talking about a tree outside. No relationship to me, has no authority, and I don't care. You can tell by me talking, to, I have a little juice about them, so they, they are in my reality a little bit, but I'm doing a talk show, so do as I say, not as I do. Otherwise, I couldn't have the conversation. I would just be silent. So, it's my karma to, to talk about it. But I've learned how to talk about it without it affecting me. And I, and I work it out of my dreams all the time anyway. So, these people do not exist in your state of consciousness. And right now, we have a physical body, And so we have physical laws that we have to abide by. Um, If we jump off a building, we'll squash. Don't do that. If we get shot by a bullet, we'll die. Don't do that. This is just physical reality. You can cut yourself. Don't do that. I 
Oh, I want to mention this too. Ma'am, I'm all over the place today. But uh, anyway, if you uh, uh, care to join me this morning, 888-663-6386. We're live on the 15th of September. No matter what venue you're listening, you can call right now and say hello. Hello. Or email patrick.com. I don't know if you all 